the super the hardest it's like it might have been like this a little bit I guess it's bottle one alright so kids huh kids alright so welcome to how Are to get you... a... I've been recording yeah oh. so welcome to how to get away with marriage episode two um, if this is your first time tuning in this is not a marriage advice episode this is not how to have a successful marriage episode, despite the title. This is a cork sound, by the way. Um, this is just us talking about... This is so our, unprofessional. Mm, this is just us talking about our marriage. What has worked and what has not worked in our marriage. How we fucking put up with each other. <laughs> sounds so... <laughs> so terrible it sounds like we like hate each other no we don't hate each other Th that's what makes it work is that we're able to say this shit <laughs> <laughs> okay so we've got a few comments already they haven't listened yet obviously because we just recorded the first episode finished and nobody like, will probably ago. listen to it no after. they will um so uh so remember big dork who i said i credited with the name how to get away with marriage uh, he says he's giving his wife the credit for the name. She's the one who likes that murder show. <laughs> <laughs> Which murder show? There's like... How to Get Away with Murder. Oh. Um, if it wasn't for her, I'd have nothing. Isn't that the truth? Oh. Um, glad to hear we're going with that name, though. It's a good name. Uh, Tropism agrees it's a good name. He says he's looking forward to hearing the inaugural episode. And... Uh, Delarat says also excited to hear the podcast. The name is solid. Everybody likes the name. Uh, he wants to know if we're going to put it out on a separate podcast feed to catch new listeners. Nah, we're just uh, going to keep this in the super the hardest feed. And uh, I'm going to switch glasses. <laughs> you're giving me the one with the funk in it? Oh, well, I guess we both have funk in it. Yeah, we both it. have funk in it. So we, we're Oof. pouring a Magna Terra Pinot Noir 2015. I don't know if that's good. I don't know. We got it at fucking Total Wine. Who knows? We live Let's in the not advertise for them. Yeah, we live in the suburbs. Um, it says, uh, from a great land, from great land comes great wine. Oh. Okay. So again, uh, this is not a marriage advice podcast. This is not us talking about how great our marriage is and how you can learn from us because we have no wisdom to impart. We've been married 15 years, which is pretty good. I think, Half. right. That's pretty good. Right. 
I hope so. Um, I still love fucking you. Stop. Yeah. I, I got mean, it. you can't even like. <laughs> it's not even like five minutes into oh, we the were podcast. Three minutes and seven seconds in. And you're like <laughs> brutal already. But I do. All right. This, uh, that's that's the key anyways. to a healthy marriage, though, right? Like, let's say I was just bored, bored with having sex with you. That'd be fucking trouble. Would it? Because if there's anything we've learned in the past couple of years, and okay, to be fair, women have known this for eons, but if there's anything that's been brought to light in the past couple of years is that men are the fucking worst, right? Like, well, like we're not bashing anybody. No, I, I am because I think <laughs> I think men's sexual impulses really are the fucking worst. And I admit, I admit to it, like this is something that I've thought about in recent years where I'm like, in, in, in regards to my relationship with you specifically, where I'm like, my sexual impulses might, okay, we've, we, we, our next sec, our next episode is sex, by the way. So I'm not going to get too far. Maybe I'll save this, but yeah, let's not, but let's like, just no, stop. but like, I think, I think men in general, their sexual impulses are fucking up the world, and 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 you you fucking women have to deal with. Oh well, yeah, we have to deal with your shit all the time. No, and, and but it's all about <laughs> our dicks, right? Well, you and guys it's all think about, with like, your dicks before you think with it, your brain. Right, exactly, and that's and, why we should have a girl president. Amen. Hallelujah. Well, <laughs> well, I agree with you. Get the red fucking orange piece of shit out of here. Anyways, okay, okay that's right, enough. fair enough. But but my thought is like, um. I forgot where the fuck I was going with this, but like, like, if, if we would just take a minute, cut your dick off. No, no, no. <laughs> but if we would just stop, go into another room and jerk off, and then come back and continue the conversation, fuck, the world would be a better place. Like, if Trump would just go into the fucking next... Like, if he's in a meeting with fucking whomever... Like, Schumer and Pelosi. He's in a meeting. He's like, uh, hold on. I'm an idiot. I'll be right back. And he walks into the next room, just fucking tugs one out, comes back. I'm still an idiot. I'm still an idiot, but I'm not going to try to be such a hard-on. Like, men... It might work for some other person, but bad analogy Okay, But I'm just saying... Just jerk off. Embrace it. Well, I, I don't I don't think I think you guys need to occupy your brain with something else. If it's mm-hmm. if it's No a, no, we just need to jerk off. No, no. I think I'm gonna admit something to you right now. There have been times when I've been like, God, I just wanna fuck her so bad. I can't <laughs> it, fucking I can't think and about anything else and I'm like, fuck it. I go into the next room. I tug one out, and I'm like, "Okay, honey, you want to cook dinner? You want to you want to hang out and fucking?" Because I'm like, it's good. I'm like, it, my it, it, it's a disease. Like it, it is something that I think that men are fucking I cursed hope with. You don't tug it out and then come back and say, "Hey, let's make supper." <laughs> well, I wash my hands. Oh my. <laughs> analogy right there I, was I, like, I wash up dude our kids <laughs> just got spooji oh the, come on see now who's being the fucking gross one their their supper no like, i'm just saying that we had peanut butter and spooji sandwiches i do have a theory though that <laughs> it is my theory that men's preoccupation with their dicks and with 
coming is a fucking major problem. Don't And if we would just, like, if we're in, like, (laughs) some sort of major uh, international negotiation, like, with fucking terrorists or like when like we're going to hit i'm gonna hit the button to blow up the world yeah before before you push the nuke button go jerk off (laughs) then think about it just fucking bust a nut and 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 then think about it don't make any major decision without coming first so if you're a man so that means women really should be leaders totally and and, and and you know how how people have have for years and have said oh well what is what's a woman gonna do when she's on her period she's just gonna blow up the fucking world yes we no will. no the men every day have their fucking period and it's called like not jerking off like not coming <laughs> like i'm i'm, I'm totally this serious a great about it. introduction to <laughs> i'm totally talk. serious about it though like i think our preoccupation with our dicks and and blowing a load is way more severe than you guys having your period once a month. Even oh, though you're a total bitch two days before your period comes. Goodness. But that's a subject for a different podcast. That's a different Today podcast. we're talking about having kids. This, this, oh, no. <laughs> Holy Christ. I told you, I've been doing this for like almost 600 episodes. Goddamn pro. Oh my God. <laughs> I think you need to lay off the wine. Mm. <laughs> Holy okay. shit. Okay, so where we last Are left we off. Are we editing? editing any no, 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 that's all gold. We're keeping oh it. Oh my god. We're keeping this I am fucking so shit. sorry, people. No, they know what they're expecting. <laughs> Nothing. They've been listening to this shit. Most of them have been listening to this shit for fucking 12 years now, or 15 years. They know what the fuck they're getting into. Anyway, so um, where we last left off was we got married. It was a lovely reception. Um, we danced. Hilden swore in front of your grandma. Um, I reconciled with my best friend from junior high and high school, um, and it was it was lovely. It was a good it was a good time. It was a good time. Now, I also, as as I mentioned in the last episode, I didn't know shit about getting married. Like I didn't know we needed invitations, like the administration, the administrative shit, like. The, the nuts Invitation, and bolts. Invitation, flowers. Yeah, the nuts dress, and bolts of getting married. Tux, a place. Yeah, all that shit. Like food. I, I was like, reception. I don't know. And you're like asking me questions. I'm like, fuck, I never even thought of that. I don't know. Must be like, it's a girl thing though, I think. Like, it is. It's got to be a girl thing. Because that's what girls think of. I was eager to help, but at the same time, I was along for the ride. I don't think we had a bad, like, we didn't get in fights about it. No, not at all. There were times when you were like, fucking dummy up, buddy. Like, fucking get with the program, right? But I don't think we ever got in an argument. Because I was mostly along for the ride. I was like, oh, okay, I guess we're doing this. Okay. And you asked my opinion. I was willing to give my opinion. And I was I was there to pick out fucking invitations. We, I picked out the one with the leaf on it or whatever because we were getting married in the early fall. And, you know, I picked, I helped pick out the color of the, the burnt fucking maroon or whatever the hell we had going on for our vests and the, you know, the, the dresses. Like I was, I was, I, ha- I was ready and willing to contribute. I just could not take the lead. All right. So. Because I didn't know what the fuck I was I would going say on. we need this. This is my opinion. Mm-hmm. What do you think? Right. I would usually give a couple options. I had thoughts about the food. 
So it's not like I was just ceding it all to you. No. It's just that I needed you to take the lead because I didn't know we needed the shit. So we had need- timelines. We mm-hmm. had to. I needed you to tell me we needed the shit, and then I would give my input and my opinion, right. and then you would tell me I'm a fucking retard, and we'd move on from there. That's not politically correct anymore. I I don't think I did. No, I, I don't think no. I did that. I think we. I think I don't think I, I became Godzilla. I, Bridezilla. Bridezilla. I knew. Godzilla, I knew Bridezilla. specific. The one thing that I remember specifically that I had a strong opinion about is that I knew we were getting married in central Wisconsin, but I did not want to get married in a central Wisconsin venue. Like I didn't want. I didn't want to have our reception at one of those fucking stereotypical. I know. I'm not going to name names or anything. But I did not want to get married at one of those fucking halls where, you know, it was like, it was just central Wisconsin redneck bullshit. And, and so we were very fortunate that Scotty's mom turned us on to the Grand Theater Great Hall. We were. And, we, and again, we were the first ones who had our reception there because they were just opening as we um, were planning our wedding. Um, I want, and so that was that was great to me because I wanted to have a reception at a place that I felt was kind of, kind of classy mm-hmm. and 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 nice and not like and didn't have like a bar and a bowling alley next door, you know like and, and no offense to anybody who did that, but I wanted to have if we were getting married in Central Wisconsin, which was not my thing. Sorry. <laughs> I didn't want to feel like I was getting... Because I had moved from central Wisconsin for a reason. Yes. And the, and the reason that I wanted to do it in in central Wisconsin, in where we grew up is... Well, one, I wanted... A lot to, of family there. And we, had a lot of, we had a, a lot of family there. We were the only ones that really needed to be there, mm-hmm. along with handful of our friends who were willing to travel to central Wisconsin right um, but most everybody else was in central Wisconsin the other thing it, I did want to get married in the church that I grew up in which I know you ha- had no thoughts this is we this also is, this is something that's also worth mentioning I, I think is that that was also the church that I had grown up in and this is how fucked up this is is you and I grew up less than a mile from each other mm-hmm. we went to the same church we went to the same junior high high school you were I, out of junior high when i went well to. but we went to the same junior yeah. high in high school yet i had never even seen you yes you did to my knowledge you I, did I, I did never registered with i me. was in craig's basement you were playing in in a band of his or whatever. You were playing with him. What was I playing guitar and singing? Yes. You were there for a loogie, yes. a loogie thing. You, you were there. Craig and I, something. Craig and I formed like a a funny, hilarious, shitty punk band I hung called out with, Loogie. I hung out with Craig a lot. You were there. You were a complete ass. At the loogie thing. You you were always an ass whenever Fuck I saw you. you. You were at the loogie thing. We were just having so much fun at the loogie thing. It, I, maybe it wasn't a loogie thing. I don't it know. Had, if, were, if I was playing guitar and singing, I'm it had sure to have been were. a loogie thing. Pretty sure. Because it was probably Craig, me, and Harry. Because yeah, that, that was, was loogie. There, yeah. So yeah, that was that was loogie. Harry was always sweet to me. I was, was not always, an ass at a loogie rehearsal. An, oh, you were always an ass. Come on. You were always an ass. 
Want to see my dick? No. <laughs> no. But yeah, I knew I knew who you were. I don't remember. I don't, I don't remember anybody ever being at a loogie. I was I was with I hung out with Craig a lot. Well, yeah, but I, I don't remember Craig anybody being a at a lot. loogie thing. But but um God, the first time I met you, the first time I remember seeing you was at a Stone Deja Nowhere show at Deja Vu and I was like, <laughs> "Fuck, she's a piece of ass." Like I was there with my ex-girlfriend, who I sat and talked to. She the loved whole you. Time. Oh, she she could not stop talking about how much she liked you, and I could not almost not stop myself from saying, "Yeah, me too." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, oh, she was pretty hot, right? <laughs> I was. That was uh, that was Easter. You were playing mm-hmm. at Deja Vu. Is that Deja Vu? We played Easter and Thanksgiving every year. So Craig, I was home for. They paid us out the ass for that too. So it was great. I was at spring break or whatever mm-hmm. it is in college, and uh, Craig was home, and he said, "Hey, you want to go to this?" I'm like, "Absolutely." Hang out with Craig. Mm. You were there. Well, I was playing there because I'm a stud. And <laughs> I hung out with your ex for the whole time. Yeah, she was she was smitten with you. She yeah, we talked. She thought was, you were the fucking beast. It was fun. And I was like, yeah, see the ass on that <laughs> it one. It was fun. <laughs> I met people in the band. Uh, so Yeski, Yeski, who has been on Super the Hardest, Yeski was so in love with you. And uh, this is a funny quick aside. Um, <laughs> our, you and my like first official date came after a Stone Nowhere gig. And uh, Stone Nowhere played in La Crosse, Wisconsin, one night. And the next day, I was supposed to meet you back in Merrill for our first official date. Like, I think I stood you up, did I? No, no, no. Um, we, were, we 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 connected, and we were, that okay. was our first official. We like spent the whole weekend together. The first, the very first one, I stood you up on. Well, yes, yeah. Because <laughs> I got your brother coming into chips. <laughs> yeah. Saying, you stood my brother up. Yeah, I'm yeah. like, who the fuck are you? Yeah, right. But anyway, um, but uh, the night before you and I were supposed to uh, go on our date, um, uh, we had a, we, Stone Nowhere had a show in La Crosse, and you know, that was, we lived in Minneapolis at the time, and so that's like two plus hours away. So we had gotten a hotel in La Crosse after the gig, and um, you know, Scotty and Yeski and Massey and me were hanging out in the pool in the hotel. And there were some ladies there that Yeski and Massey brought along. It wasn't me. Not that you care. But, uh, and they were like, hey, what do, you know, what do you guys want to do tomorrow? And I was like, well, I'm going to Merrill tomorrow. And they're like, what the fuck are you going to Merrill for? And I, I said, well, I got a date. I'm meeting Christine. And Yeski said, my Christine? <laughs> you mean Fistine. Let's, let's get the name right. <laughs> yeah, because that's such a fucking good <laughs> alias. But anyway, Yeski's like, my Christine? And I was like, your Christine? What the fuck are you talking about? Your... He's like, well, you know I have a crush on her. Because <laughs> he had also met you that night yep. on Easter or whenever the fuck it was. I and know. I was like, yeah, buddy, you're Christine. I'm, I'm going to go hang out with your Christine. Anyway, where the <laughs> fuck were we? We're, we're talking about... I don't even know how the fuck we got here. Anyway, let's get back. So let's let's skip back to we, we got married... Um, if you missed that, go back to episode one of How to Get Away with Marriage. Watch out. Um, we'd gotten married. And so as much or as little as I knew about getting married, right, and the process and procedure and everything of getting married, 
I knew even less about what comes next. <laughs> you know, like I was, I was like, okay. Did you ever sing the song "Love and Marriage"? <laughs> no. Well, never watched "Married with Children." I did. I loved the show, but I, I didn't know. I was like, okay, we're married. This is great. Like now it's, what? It's fucking great. Like we lived at, in our duplex in Minnehaha, and it quickly became. Well, uh, wait, wait, we. Went back after our wedding mm-hmm. with all these gifts that yeah. everybody gave us, yeah. and we lived in a duplex, a one-bedroom duplex that housed barely what we could live in prior. Yeah. So then yeah. we came back with all of these wedding gifts, mm-hmm. blenders, mixers, dildos. No, um, <laughs> ever. I mean, we had. So so many kitchen and bath and household items, right? And no spot to put them. So, so they ended up in our. So basement. we were married in September, and it quickly became obvious to me that this living situation was not tenable, would not do. <laughs> it was terrible. And I was like, "Well, I fucking wait." We forgot to say who moved in with us. No, well, I actually lived with Spaz before you moved in with me. We should, probably should have covered that in the last episode, but we lived with this guy that I called Spaz because he was a fucking Spaz. And I might have suggested that it would be okay. Right. He was a guy Maybe. that that I had known since grade school. Like, I, I went to school with Spaz since, like, fucking first grade, but I didn't really know him. I worked with him yeah, for I, I how many years? I wasn't friends with him. I didn't hang out with him. I didn't I hung know out him. With him. He seemed like a nice <laughs> kid in grade school, but once I got to junior high, I didn't acknowledge his existence. I had no idea. Like I didn't pay attention to him. Uh, he has a personality like Kramer from Seinfeld, and <laughs> and so our friend Craig, who introduced Christine and I, also introduced me to Spaz or reintroduced me to him. And said, because Spaz was moving to Minneapolis and he needed a place to stay. And I had just punted my ex-girlfriend from the house and I needed a roommate to help pay for rent. So Craig said, how about Spaz? So Spaz was living with me when Christine moved in uh, after her, or during her internship. So it was like a three people living in a one bedroom duplex. Right, right. It was fantastic. How? But he lived in the basement. Well, not right. in the beginning. In the beginning, he slept he, in the living room. On a in the beginning, couch. he slept in our living room. Yeah, and and our dog Ernie, my dog Ernie, would lay underneath the pull-up couch <laughs> and lick his balls <laughs> while Spaz tried to sleep. <laughs> oh, that's the greatest. So anyway, but shortly thereafter, I, th- I don't I don't even think that lasted a year. It, it may no, have lasted, it lasted like it lasted like nine months, and we moved next because Massey moved out of his duplex, and you and I moved over there, and Spaz got our whole duplex to himself. But that that I think that was over. I think it was at least a year. But anyway, I was fair. I mean, I wasn't necessarily satisfied living in a duplex, but I was happy because Hilden had moved because Spaz moved out, and Hilden moved into Spaz's place. Mm-hmm. And I was happy with that because I loved living next to Hilden. Um, Yeski, <laughs> Yeski, and Scotty lived uh, in in the in the unit connected to Hilden's place, so they were also two of my very good friends. So I wasn't like 
super satisfied, but at the same time, I loved living next to my best friends. Yep. And especially, you loved Hilden. I loved Hilden. Like, you and I... Hilden got along so fucking well, mm-hmm. and, and living next to him was great, because mm-hmm. he would be over all the time, we'd sit out in our backyard in the little fenced-in area, we'd have drinks, we'd grill out, it was and fucking I, great. I was married to two people. Yeah. Because Hilden, so you work nights at the hospital, and when you work nights, Hilden and I would hang out, and we'd get fucking tanked, and uh, just destroy mm-hmm. the house. Mm-hmm. It was it was ridiculous. Mm-hmm. It was just the two of us, and we'd, yep. we'd have two man parties, and just yep. like like rock stars, mm-hmm. like we were in Motley Crue. We'd trash oh, our I fucking was house. So, <laughs> I'd come home, and I would I'd be exhausted from working a twelve hour shift, mm-hmm. and I come in the house. And there's, our house smells like freaking stogies. Yep, cigars everywhere. There's shit everywhere. Yeah, Hilden Bottles would like be shit. passed out on the floor. It was the fucking best. It was the time oh, of I my was... life. I and, and this was right when like the original Xbox was out and the GameCube and the PS2. And Hilden and I would fucking play Mech Assault online all night and Halo online. It was the fucking greatest. It was one of the best times of my life. I... We'd play Dreamcast online, like Choo Choo Rocket and shit, and just get fucking annihilated and smoke cigars. <sighs> it was the best. Oh, I would come home and I would be so was, fucking pissed. It was married life. <laughs> and I, I didn't yell just at you. I yelled at both of yeah, you. Yeah, it was like, great. Like, <laughs> no... <laughs> Not one person got the wrath. It was both of you. I would be screaming at you, both of you, being like, what the fuck are you guys doing? <laughs> Grow up, assholes. <laughs> I, I think but I... we would also, Hilda and I would also spend a lot of time, you know, being creative, you know? Like, it was, it was, so the drinking, <laughs> the drinking was just like, I don't know. Out of hand? Well, yeah, it was. it was definitely out of hand, but it was also like, it was what we did while we were being creative and trying to think of projects and stuff to do. It was the very early stages of teamfremont.com. And it was before the podcast existed. And it was us, like we would, we did trips to E3. We went to um, Classic Gaming Expo in Las Vegas. Like it was, it was stuff like that. It was, it was us trying to be creative and trying to figure out what we could do um, not only within the gaming realm, but also just like what we could do to just do creative, fun projects. You know, we again, I think I mentioned this on the last episode, but I was an adult, but I was trying to figure out how to be an adult. I was, I was, I was a man child trying to. Yeah. It was, it was a. Both of you were. It was a, it was a, it was a, it was a transition period. But fuck, we had fun. We had yeah. so much fucking fun. <laughs> It was fun. It was also extremely annoying and yes. But it but... also but it also became clear to me that this situation was not going to last. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> like I couldn't live like I was in college and married. No. At the same time. Like no. I had to something had to fucking change. So we started looking for houses. Oof. And the first house, we, I mean, we were just talking about this with the kids today, but the first house we were looking at was very near the Minneapolis-St. Paul airport. Um, and uh, and it, was a, it was a beautiful little house. Um, mint green. Yeah, mint green uh, siding. But uh, it was a really nice little house with like all hardwood floors. It was a classic Minneapolis house. Yeah. 
um, and it had like this little reading nook on the stairwell. It was really cool. Like, was it two and or it was, it was like two, a, two full stories? Two full, or yeah, was it a half a story? No, it was I two full remember. stories. It was, it was two full stories. It was a beautiful little house, and I would have loved to live there. Um, but we bid on it. And we, 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 this was the first time though we were looking yeah. at houses. Houses were expensive. Yeah, this was at the peak of the market. So we, it was like 2003. So we bid low. Yeah. Which and we they probably have. laughed at us. Yeah, and we were immediately outbid and we lost the house. Like and I bawled. <laughs> you were very sad. It was a great house. I, I, I kind of regret it because I still would love to live in that area. Um, but that house. It would it would have been a great house starter house, but mm -hmm. we would have moved from there. We would have yeah, had probably. to. Probably, it was a great house though. Um, and then you were dead fucking set from that point. Yep, we're you buying. Were like, a we're buying a house. goddamn house. So, so you Google yeah, nonstop. You were on I the internet every fucking day looking for houses. And night you, and day, I was on looking for. And a house. then you found this house. Oh, we found some other houses. Remember that one that was down the road from your sister's. That oh, had yeah. a that was green, a 1950s house. It yeah. had like a green oven and like some. It was like a mint green oven. Pink, pink something. Yeah. And and it was like four hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, it was shit. ridiculous. It was but but we so we looked at other houses, but you found this house and um, you you saw the picture of the room behind us, which was then the sunroom and it's now our living room, and you were like, "That's it. We need to look at this fucking house." And it was in Burnsville, which is... <laughs> and you're like, where the fuck is Burnsville? Yeah, I'm like, I, I've, been to, I've been through Burnsville once, and I, I remember it took me 20 minutes to get there, and I was like, what the fuck? Who would live out here? And But anyway, we came out and looked at it, and I was like, again, dumb. Like, I don't have a clue. I'm along for the goddamn ride. And I'm like, okay, so we're going to... We're gonna look at this fucking house. So we get out here and then we look at it, and, and I didn't know like it's a it's a rambler ranch style kind of house. It's nicer than any house I've lived in, but I grew up poor white trash, so who the fuck knows? It was about it's about the same house that I grew up in. Yeah, um, you know it's in the suburbs. It's on a cul-de-sac, and I went downstairs and I saw that it had a room, and here's what <laughs> sold me on it. It had a room where I was like. Hilden and I could get fucked up in this room. <laughs> <laughs> and honestly, in in that room, when, when I walked in, I had that thought. And I was like, I can continue Hilden and my bullshit in this room. Sold. So this house, <laughs> we did put the offer in. Obviously, we got it. Uh -huh. We are living in this house now for what? 15 years. Almost. Almost. Um, no, it's been 15 years now because we, we moved in like almost February. six months after we got married. So, yeah. We moved into this house in February mm -hmm. of yeah. whatever so it's, it's the year. It's almost, we it's uh, 15 years like a week ago because <laughs> it was like February 13th or something. Well, that's we fantastic. In. Yeah. But this house, I, I honestly, I can't believe we actually bought this house because every wall in this house had crazy wallpaper oh i mean shit. this was fucking wacky ass wallpaper walking into this house was like walking into a grandmother's house mm -hmm. it had our bedroom had hearts. It, hearts pink hearts that had um green um lines that made it like triangle or um diamond shapes mm -hmm. and in between all those 
diamonds were pink hearts and that when I would matched get, when I'd the get curtains. pissed up with Hilden, like we'd get fucking completely drunk and then I would go back to my bedroom and I'd lay down and the hearts and the fucking diamonds would start to like like rotate. <laughs> <laughs> well, they would pulse at you as, as well. Yeah. And we and had then, pink we had pink carpeting in the master bathroom. Yep. And then our one of our guest rooms had like irises and mm-hmm. flowers in um, on, the, on the wallpaper. Yeah. Yep. And and I mean every room had different wallpaper. Um, all the light switches had the wallpaper wrapped over it so that it matched so uh, you couldn't see that. She was a huge sewer so all the curtains oh, matched man. the wallpaper. This is the best. So she was a big sewing and knitting person. So the room that is now what it, what we just refer to as the movie room and this is also where we built the bar. The so man H- room. So Hilden and I could just fucking drink our brains out. That was her sewing room. So for years, we would find... No, uh, you still find needles We would find needles in the carpet. Uh, Just fucking random pins and needles in the carpet because apparently she dropped them all the time. We'd get all drunk and we'd be on the ground and or stepping on the ground and we'd fucking step on sewing needles and shit. It was fucked up. So anyway, we bought this house and... I remember specifically having to convince Hilden that it was going to be okay <laughs> and that, you know, we were still going to hang out. And and you were at work one day and I, I, I started a timer. I got, I got in the car with Hilden. I started a timer and we drove here and we timed it and it was just under 15 minutes. And you have to realize Hilden was terrible with navigation yes. or any kind of driving skills. He couldn't find his way home. So I had That's to, con- I had to, con- I had to convince him that, like, we're still gonna hang out. It's gonna be fine. We're literally fifteen minutes away. Um, so that's why we timed it to get here. And uh, he was just, he was just so fucking terrified. Like, you guys are moving, and we're not gonna hang out. We're not gonna get drunk. Which the opposite was the case. Oh like, my god! What, it after it we moved, escalated. <laughs> after it we escalated. moved here, it just got fucking worse. <laughs> We would throw fucking ice trays around. Christine would come home. Hilden would be passed out in the basement. I'd be on the bathroom floor. And she'd be like, why don't you fucking assholes grow up? So anyway. It was where Hilden probably lived in our house. Yeah, it was the the best. I still work nights. You guys would, I would leave. Hilden would come. (laughs) You guys would be sleeping on floors in the basement we were building a fucking empire was while that, you were gone. Was that we what were, that was we were building a website and a podcast and, and we were drinking w- our fucking brains out while we were doing keeping it. us alive it was the best <laughs> it was the fucking best it was keeping the creative juices flowing anyway we're this is all beside the point so we moved here we lived in a uh we were living in a Five bedroom, three bathroom house. Just the, the two of us. The two of us. <laughs> Sounds and, reasonable. And a few times I heard from people like, why are they, like, what are they doing? You know, like, why do they need this fucking house? And me, I was like, well, it's badass. Like, I've got this house. It's big. I can invite my stupid friend over. We can drink. We can write stupid shit on the internet. It's great. And I mean, we had a guest room, we made an office, mm-hmm. we had 
the movie room, which was the bar. I put I put a fucking uh, a, 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 a screen, like a movie screen and a projector. It was the best. And I was like, what? Do I, I don't I don't need it. I'm married. I'm getting all sorts of married puss. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> it's fucking great. You know, I've got a job. I've got some money. Uh, life's good. And so as where um, a year prior, it became clear to me that living in this shithole um, duplex was not going to be satisfactory. It also started to be clear to me after we moved in here that this way of life wasn't going to be enough. <laughs> Just living in this nice house, you know, we're, we were re-renovating it. You know, it, it, it was a fucking Brady Bunch suburban wallpaper bullshit house, but it was much more house than we needed. But it was also clear to me that there was a reason we bought this house. <laughs> And I was like, I was like, wait a minute, I've been bamboozled. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so let's. But we 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 didn't. I mean, we lived single, or just the two of us in this house for a year and a half. We were were together for five years before we thought. Before we before we had kids. Before we had kids. Before we had Ethan. Um, So we had. You know, our first year honeymoon, we did a second year on our own um, vacation. We were doing things on our own, still having not, fun. Still not in the ass, but we'll get to that next episode. Still, still playing with our friends. Mm-hmm. Our friends mainly being Hilton. Yes, because Mo wasn't back yet. Mo wasn't back quite yet. Yeah, so it was pretty much Hilden. Hilden lived with us. Yeah. And as I, I continue to say, when I married John, I married three guys. Mm-hmm. Um, Mo didn't come for... Mo, Mo came later. Mo came later, but I did really... Mo, Mo was a long-distance relationship. Yeah, in the beginning. Yeah. I, I knew who he was. We knew each other, but he wasn't, like, here all the time. But Hilden was Hilden just... Lived here. Just the second person that I married. All the fucking time. Um, But so, like I said, um, it became clear to me that I was like, "Oh shit, I've I've been tricked." We bought this house for a reason. Like, I'm I'm not just gonna make each of these bedrooms my little clubhouse. (laughs) You know, (laughs) like this room's not gonna be my playroom, and this one's gonna be. Oh look, (laughs) this is the. (laughs) You know, like I don't know. You're coming, you're trying to come up with names? Yeah, yeah. Without... Uh, this is the Polynesian room. <laughs> <laughs> this will be our Asian-themed room, you know? Like, I'm, uh, it, all of a sudden, I was like, wait a fucking second. <laughs> this room is a god... This house is a goddamn prison. Um, so... We should have bought the first house. We should It was smaller. Um, <laughs> so, uh, you expressed to me that you felt like it was time to have a kid i don't remember that but... i do remember it um we were laying in bed one morning and and you 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 talked about how you were feeling like it was time and i didn't say yeah it's totally time let's let's fucking here get on top let's fucking 
I'm gonna I'm gonna squirt some baby jelly in you. <laughs> like wow, <laughs> wow, that's that all I that would have turned you on. <laughs> but and I, but I, on on the other side, I also didn't say fuck no, that's stupid. I believe what I said was okay. Can we not try to make it happen? If it happens, it happens. I don't want to feel pressure to make it happen. Like I don't want to be like. Oh, I'm ovulating. Let's get it going, you know. And 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 I was because I had a lot of mixed feelings about having kids. So we can get into this, and it might this might get a little real. I was terrified of having kids because I grew up in a divorced home, right? And that was hard as fuck for me because my mom worked her ass off to raise us on one hand and and she did okay knowing what you know about my mom and knowing what people who are listening know about my mom because I've discussed her on the podcast but all that aside she did her best to raise me because you know, we were on welfare for a long time because she didn't have any fucking skills. You know, she worked at a fucking bean cannery and she worked, she did what she could to get us by. And she, 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 she did her best. My dad was a fuck up until we got married. Well, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Until, until like, like high school when he finally realized, oh shit, I should be a dad. Right. So he didn't really do what he was supposed to do. So my parents were divorced when I was a year and a half, which, so I don't remember at all them being together. And I just remember how resentful my mother was to my dad and how, and rightly so. I mean, she's got a point. Like my dad fucked my mom over hard, right? And as much as I love my dad, like I'm probably, I'm definitely closer to my dad these days than I am to my mom. But he was a piece of shit to my mom and he was a piece of shit to my sister and me. So all that considered and the hard, hard life that we had until I was probably almost middle school age. I don't, I don't want to say it traumatized me, but it definitely gave me reason to be terrified of having kids because I was like, fuck. What if we get divorced? What if I fuck something up? What if what if I have a lapse of judgment that makes Christine hate me? Well, you know, what if she cheats on me? What if something fucking terrible happens and then I ruin not that I had not that I had a ruined childhood specifically, but what if I fucked up my kids' childhood? So for me, having kids was a terrifying prospect. My sister who is older than me, she lived through the divorce more than I did because she was five when my parents got divorced. So she remembers it. She remembers being pissed that my parents were divorced. She remembers yelling at my mom because she made my dad leave, according to her, right? At the time, she's five. She doesn't know what the fuck she's talking about, but she remembers this shit. You know, so what if that sort of thing happens? That, that, that thing I was I was incredibly sensitive to. So, you wanting to have kids 
was God. You were like, yeah, bring it on. <laughs> was goddamn terrifying to me. Like I was like, fuck. What if this cycle repeats? You yeah. Know? And 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 I knew that inside myself, I wasn't gonna let that happen. Like I was gonna because I knew what I went through, and I knew. So I mean, again, I don't know how far we want to get into this. This is supposed to be a revelatory kind of podcast, so it's I, I guess. Just put dick in it, and then you want to see my dick? I'm yeah. gonna put my balls on. The t- <laughs> <laughs> then then it, it lightens it up. But. But I, I just, I just, I just remember feeling that I don't want to make, I'm like, right, I don't want to make another kid feel like I felt. I'm gonna have a glass of water. <laughs> and, and I think you, I, I believe that you brought those same maybe not in this much detail, but I think you said that, like you were nervous of screwing up another kid's right. life. Like I distinctly, and whatever, you're a kid. I, I know now having kids and especially with Zach, how sensitive he is. I remember feeling, whew, <laughs> feeling like abandoned to a certain degree from my dad. And I didn't want to make a kid feel that way. Right? Right. <laughs> what? I should have more to drink. You should have more to drink. Because <laughs> um, I'll get more sensitive and more emotional. <laughs> but I did not want to have that fucking happen. So I remember telling you distinctly, like, if we're going to go down this path, if we're going to do this, if we're going to... This is a fucking huge thing. This is bigger than us just getting married. Because we could get divorced right now, and who the fuck cares? Like, the only people that will be affecting is each other. Right. And we're not, like, fucking hurting anybody else. But if we're going to have kids, like if we're going to bring innocent little fucking children into this equation, you are not going to get rid of me. <laughs> like you are fucking stuck with me for life. And I, I told you this. I'm like, you're fucking stuck with me. Like make sure I'm who you want and I'm what you want to be with. Like, like, is this it? Is this it for you? Because it better be because well, you're stuck. Well, and I think... I think that's where not having kids like like that one guy that we mentioned in the other podcast is you'll be seeing kids out of us soon. Yeah, we'll, be, um, we'll be popping some kids out. So, I mean, we we did. We got we dated quickly. We got engaged. We took some time with our engagement, but then we even took a longer time being with each other mm-hmm. and our friends and kind of living life on our own mm-hmm. and knowing that we were going to be a stable family mm-hmm. um, that we kind of got that that crazy I'm okay drinking constantly at night or <laughs> yeah. um, hanging out with friends kind of thing we kind of we did that um and i don't i don't regret that we waited that no me either that time no Um, i i i needed that really because i'll be the first to admit that i did not mature quickly well i think that helped us well i think it 
helped us form a relationship with each other and um we we did a lot of changes in a short period of time right mm -hmm. i mean you get married well we dated we lived together we got married and now we have a house and now we're like wow we're growing up right um but taking a step back and not going on and getting into having kids right away i think helped us i don't think i would have been well, I still freak out on the kids, so yeah. sorry, kids. They um, deserve it, but, fuckers. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't think I would have... They probably think I don't have patience now, but I don't think I would have had the patience if we would have gotten married or had kids right away after we got married. Mm -hmm. um, I don't think that we would have had a as strong of a bond either because... Um, well, we spent those Kids. years, those first years of our marriage on us, like just doing us. Yeah. Yep. And I think if we would have had kids immediately, it gets us focused would have on, suffered. Yeah, it gets focused on when you, ha when you have the ki kids or kid or whatever, um, you're, you... It's not that you don't focus on each other. It's just you can't. Well, you, um, well you, yeah, no, you can't necessarily spend a lot of time focusing on each other. It's you. We'll have, get to that in a future episode. Well, I mean, you're you're dividing your time because you have to take care of this kid. It's mm -hmm. all about the kid, right? Mm -hmm. Like taking care of the kid. Because you're a grown ass adult. I, I this kid is a fucking helpless child. Uh, I so just want to remind you that every time you hear that wine pouring, it's not in my glass. <laughs> just want to just want to see my balls. Just want just want to <laughs> emphasize that, okay? No, I, I get what you're saying though. Like, like the kid becomes a focus, right? Like, yeah. As much as we love each other and as we're trying like, to make each other happy, like everything is then focused on this tiny little pooping, crying, pissing brat. Isn't that beautiful? Uh, yeah. But yeah, like we when we were dating, it was all about the excitement and what we were doing fucking hard with, with each other in the butt. Then it was focused on getting through wedding plans and getting that taken care of, and then we bought the house, and it was focused on kind of more of making the house ours and kind of that kind of thing and being, ripping out wallpaper. God damn it, <laughs> that was fun. Um, no. Being with each other, being getting to know each other's friends and things like that. And it was more like building our relationship. And then, and then, then we decided to have kids. You, just, kid. you decided to have the kids. I, I just, again, uh, like our wedding, I was along for the ride. <laughs> I did. Um. I, I don't know how I, I don't remember how I brought it up to you, but I mean, no, I remember it was in. We were laying in bed one morning, and and you, and you said about, it. but um, like I said, I I I was like, okay, this was inevitable, but here we go because Craig had had a kid, uh, oh, Hilden had a kid okay. at that point. Fucking shockingly, like he beat us to it. 
he 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 took the he took the fucking express route to uh children we did not take that express route we did not um and uh but uh we took our time and i'm glad we did though Mm-hmm. Um, I, ha- I I admit I had some growing up to do. I had some fucking uh, life shit to work out, and I and as I mentioned, and got all weepy about. I had some personal shit I needed to figure out um, before I was like, okay, well let's fucking do this. Um, so along came Ethan, um, and it was it was an incredibly emotional and happy day when Ethan was born, and. Uh, I just remember being incredibly happy, which was shocking to me because I thought I would be terrified. Well, I was terrified too. I was happy and terrified. I was ready to get the little monster out of my body. (laughs) Yeah, but I I remember he had huge feet and he was really hairy. Um, And uh, And your dad bought him a a little brown monkey that he still has to this day. Because he looked like a little monkey. Sitting on his bed um, because he had hairy ears, a fuzzy back. Hairy shoulders. Yep. Uh, He was just full of hair. Had a full head of hair. Um, And your dad called him a monkey. Mm -hmm. And so he went down to the gift shop, found a monkey, and that was his first gift from anybody. Yeah. My dad, who... uh we discussed earlier had his issues with fatherhood was all of a sudden an excellent grandfather um <laughs> which there are multiple stories about <sighs> papa babysitting yeah which are fantastic uh, he shit his pants so i host him off <laughs> in the tub um but anyway so having kids what at least having it starting with ethan was ethan was easy not easy for me but he was um like i i got into it immediately like i was i i what's what am i trying to say like i was into it immediately like i liked him immediately you know like as a baby (laughs) as a kid (laughs) i was like this kid's fucking cool i like this i brought him home i actually feared that i wasn't feeding him enough or I was not taking care yeah. of him enough. Well, I mean, there was all that shit. Like, the holy shit, we're new parents. What do we do? Are we going to kill him? Is he dead? Like, he's sleeping. Is he breathing? Put your finger under his nose. What the fuck? <laughs> I yeah. don't think I ever put my finger <laughs> oh, under, I did all the time. under his nose. I, I probably did hold my hand on his yeah. chest. There was, there was, was all rising. that shit. Like, because I, I, again, like the fucking wedding and like the house and like all that shit. I didn't know what the fuck I was doing. <laughs> You know, like, I don't know how to change a diaper. I don't know if you're supposed to wrap this kid in a fucking blanket. So John is the worst when it comes to changing diapers. Well, that's because I've got a gag reflex. Oh, my God. But anyway, but but I I remember liking him immediately. Like, I was in love with this kid immediately. And um, I would would sing to him. I sang the... uh, Well, we, we decorated his room in a Beatles theme. Yes. It was the yellow submarine. Yeah. We had um, John's mom trace a big yellow submarine, and she painted it in his room above his changing table. She had fish and octopus and a whole bunch of underworld sea animals. Um, so it was. We had like this big kind of beetle thing going. So when he was a baby, I would 
sing um, the Beatles' Golden Slumbers, Carry That Weight, the end. I would sing that whole medley to him. And I loved it. Like, it was, it was, I, I immediately dug into it. I thought it was great. Um, I thought he was, I thought he was a cool baby. You know, I was like, <laughs> fucking good looking kid. You know, he was fun. I would, I would sing Beatles songs to him. I made him a, again, this is back in, when was he born? 20, 2007. So I made him, a, I made him a mixed CD. Uh, Which uh, he still has and still listens yeah, to. Of all Beatles songs. And, uh, and, and, uh, and so I dug it. I thought he was cool. I thought it was great. And uh, and you were done. And I was done. I was like, okay, we did it. Had a kid. We're done. This is it, right? We got a house. We're married. We got a kid. Like, it's fucking great. And um, nope. God damn it. She's never satisfied. She wants another. Never satisfied. I did not want another. Because as much as I loved Ethan... As much as I loved having him as a kid, loved having him around, um, I loved playing with him, I loved watching him grow, I was fucking done. I was like, okay, I've been there, I've experienced it, we're done. Nope. Don't you remember playing with your little brother and how much fun it was, hanging out with him? And that's how she got me. Because I loved my little brother. Loved him. Um, my little brother... Even though you tried killing him all <laughs> I tried killing I almost killed him a couple times. But uh, I loved my little brother. I loved growing up with him. And he was quite a bit younger than me. He was seven years younger than me. But uh, I had loads of fun with him. And you, like a fucking asshole use that against me <laughs> i used it as a tool and um it worked well so where do you think zach was conceived it was either <laughs> at that cabin we rented or it was in our backyard no it was in our backyard it was in our backyard for sure it was in our backyard i was outside this is what she does this is what they do to you fellas <laughs> i was it was in the summer I was outside in our backyard. I was laying on. I was laying in the backyard. I don't know where Ethan was. Ethan was sleeping. <laughs> sure. I was just, you know, it was a beautiful summer summer afternoon, and our backyard is surrounded by these arborvita trees. <laughs> and I was back there just like I just wanted to relax, take a nap. You did. And, uh, and I was on a blanket, I think. Mm -hmm. And she comes out. She knows I like these little fucking summer dresses. And she comes out in one of these little summer dresses. And apparently nothing else. I don't remember that. And, but uh, and, and, and she comes out and I'm like, hey, how's it going? Right? You know, I mean, do we really need to say this? Because if our kids ever listen, I really don't want Zach. She tricked me it. into having another child. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> don't you remember how much you loved growing up with your little brother? No, By the way, really? I got this summer dress on. We're going to fuck in the backyard. Uh, come on, come on, come on, come on. And I'm like, what about the neighbors? She's like, neighbors aren't going to see us. Let's have another baby. Woohoo! Woot So anyway, and so Zach, if you ever listen to this, please don't. I'm sorry. No, well, please don't 
take offense to this, but I did not want a second child. I, I did. I was fucking done. The diapers, the whole shit. I was like, I've experienced Ethan it. Ethan was still in diapers. He was. I was done with it. I was like, we're done. We did it. It's great. I love Ethan. He's a great kid, but I'm done with all this fucking bullshit. Here we go. Just as Ethan's about to get out of diapers, we're doing it again. We're doing it again. Zach was born, and I had a hard time with it. Like, for the first year, it was it was, Zach, it was rough. Like, I wasn't into it. I was like, okay, I love Ethan. I got this kid. Now I got this other one. What am I supposed to do with this one? Right? I remember Mo and I were out on the deck. We were working on the deck. Yep. You bring fucking Zach out and put him in this fucking carrier. And I'm like, I'm building the deck. What am I supposed to do with this fucking carrier? I was so fucking annoyed. I'm like, great. Now I got fucking two of these little goddamn screaming shitting monsters. <laughs> it's fucking awesome. It's the first year of Zach's life was very hard for me. Like I was not happy in our marriage. Um, I was because, you know, you were twice pregnant. We weren't having sex a lot. We weren't close together a lot. That's because we had two children. Right, exactly. We had two kids. Both of them were fucking practically invalids, right? And 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 I'm outside in the goddamn 95 degree heat building a fucking deck. I want to fucking sh- put the goddamn nail gun to my temple and fucking hit the go button, right? Like I was just miserable. It was it was a hard time in my life in our marriage. It was probably the most miserable I've been. We had been married for seven years at that point. It was the official seven-year itch. itch. And I was like, are we done with this? Am I, are we in love anymore? We're not, we ain't fucking no more. I think like, we fought a lot. We too. fought a lot that first year of Zach's, of Zach's life. Like, it wasn't like you didn't put the dishes away. It was like screen fight it wasn't you didn't put the dishes away it was like i will fucking kill you right now <laughs> go ahead come here i'll fucking murder you i don't care i will put you because in... prison is preferable to this i will put you in the hot water heater and no one will know i'll put you in the fucking ground bitch <laughs> i know i've watched many crime shows i know how to get away with this shit it was a rough fucking year and I remember there was a girl named Jill. That but I, I, I want to say that I was opposite. I I didn't want, I, I wanted to keep everything Zach. Zach was the, because I knew Zach was the last kid that I was going to have. Because the moment Zach was born, I was in the next room getting a vasectomy. You, you did not. <laughs> Practically, but, I was making plans. But we, I was plotting and scheming to get we, my nuts chopped did, off. We did talk about it ahead of time that we said two kids and we're done. Mm-hmm. And so this whole we need a boy and a girl or we're going to go until we get another <laughs> sex or whatever. Yeah. It wasn't going to happen. So as soon as I knew I was pregnant the second time, we talked. And I we, was done. And we knew we were done. Because you had two. to talk me into the second child. You, so, you had to convince me. So I knew whatever we were having, we were done. So when we had Zach, I was every everything was kind of like the last mm-hmm. of everything. It was the last time that 
even though it was shitty waking up all night long to make sure he was okay or that he was I didn't crying. Put my, I didn't put my finger under his nose to see if he was breathing because I was like, <laughs> hopefully he's not breathing. You <laughs> did not. Kidding. Oh my Zach, God. Zach, I'm just kidding. Oh my God. <laughs> that was terrible. I know. That was pretty bad, right? That was terrible. <laughs> I'm fucking I kidding. I love you, Zach. I'm kidding. He knows I love him. Um, but I, I was like every, everything, everything was like, a, that you, was really fucking bad. That was terrible. And your dad has had three bottles of wine. Yeah. I'm, I'm, you know. I'm, I'm all sorts of fucked up. Sorry. Um, but it was, it was like, everything was the last to me. So it was, so we were, I think in different worlds too. For you, it was, oh no, this is the last time for me. It was like. Thank fucking God it's the last time. I mean, I wasn't cool about changing diapers and having to pay for all the formula and the and diapers the and the daycare and all that stuff. Uh, that That is old, but that's just whatever. That's just part of it. Mm-hmm. But my thing was, and Zach is my snuggle bug, so he still likes to snuggle with me and still do all that kind of stuff. So I still have that, but... Um, but it, it is, it, when he stops snuggling with me, that will, um, be, um, be kind of sad for me. So I remember after Zach was born, having, having... he did pour some in my glass this time, just to let you know. So Um, out of this whole bottle of wine, I had one glass. Two, Just, two now. No, that was from the other okay. one. Um, but after Zach was born, I remember having a conversation. At the time, I worked with this this girl named Jill. And she had two kids. Uh, she had two boys. And I remember having a conversation with her and being like, Jill, I need your advice because I'm just not digging this second kid. Like, I'm not into it. Um, I feel like an asshole. Like, because the first kid I was in love with, I would sing Golden Slumbers from the Beatles to him, you know, the whole shit. I'd dance with him, the whole fucking thing. The second kid, like, I'm, I'm, I'm making an, ex, an, an effort to love him in the same way, you know, to, to like, whatever. And, and she was, like, she, she was very sympathetic. She was, like, I, I was the same way, you know, like, my first kid... I was totally into blah, blah, blah. The second kid, it took me a while to warm up to him. And she's like, it'll be fine. You know, like once, once you get used to it and once you're, you know, once you're into it for a while, it's, it'll work out. And, and she was right because it didn't take long with Zach. Like it, you know, as where Ethan was immediate, where I was like, holy fuck, this is my first kid. I feel like vomiting because I'm so overwhelmed with love and emotion and shit. With Zach, it took like six months before I was like, wait a minute, this is my, this is another kid, you know, and this is, he's, he's another son and holy shit, look at him. He kind of looks like me and, you know, whatever it was, it was super emotional. And, and I remember like making him laugh and his Zach still has that little giggle that he does, you know, and, and I, and I was like, and we have videos of us <laughs> making him laugh and shit. And, and I was like, it took, it just took a long time for me to warm up to Zach. But once I did, I mean, that kid's fucking amazing to this day. Like, he's hilarious. And he's, hopefully he doesn't fucking wind up on in, in L.A. Like, you know, outside a comedy club doing blow. And fucking 
<laughs> he, he's just fucking hilarious. Like I feel like he's gonna. He's an artist. Like Zach is an artist. He's an artistic, sensitive kid. That I feel like he's. There's a good chance that he's gonna be like. I don't know. I don't even know what I'm trying to say. I don't know. <laughs> he he's 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 got a lot. He's got a lot in him that I'm excited to see. And I hope it works out for that kid because he's fucking hilarious. He is very And he's funny. creative as hell. We have two very different kids. Um, Which is weird because they get along so fucking well. And they they mix so well together. But and one they of, hate each other just as much. Yeah, but, but Ethan is very straight and narrow, scientific, engineering, you know, practical... Will tell if you say one word wrong, he will correct you. If you said it was two point five, he will say no, it's two point three point four. Um, and, and, like, and where Zach is like John Belushi, <laughs> and, and Zach is he loves being. He loves being the goofball. He loves being funny in front of people. He loves entertaining people. He. Um, he loves making new things and being creative and making stories and um, just making people laugh. And, and hopefully not cocaine. Stop. <laughs> um, so we have, we have two people that are complete opposite coming from the same gene, um, but they are two separate kids and they each have their good and bad points to them you know when when you talk to when you were a kid or younger and you talk to parents and you're like well who's your favorite kid and they're like oh i love them both equally and you're like bullshit who's your favorite kid and they're like no i love them both equally and and so it's taken me this long to realize like that's the truth like i don't have a favorite kid because they're both so fucking unique like each of them like Ethan is so fucking great in his own way. Like I said, he's, he, I would trust that kid uh, in a bank robbery. Like he would be my fucking getaway man. Like he'd be the guy out front and running the car, like driving the car. Like I, I would... No, Ethan wouldn't be driving the car. <coughs> he would be at the, the building where he's waiting for you to come back with the money because he's not that stupid to be in the getaway car <laughs> yeah, yeah. to get caught. But I would I would trust Ethan with the fucking nuclear code. He he's the guy that I'm uh he has a code name and yeah. you call him on a burner phone. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like Ethan has everything figured out ten steps in And advance. he doesn't give a fuck no what anybody thinks of him. Yeah, like, like you don't uh, like him too fucking bad. Yeah. He doesn't need you. He's smarter than you. He's better than you. But he's not. He's not arrogant about it. He just doesn't give a fuck. Zach, on the other hand, very much gives a fuck what you think about him. But is very funny, exceedingly creative. Like to the point where I'm like, where did you think of that? That's fucked up. <laughs> like that is fucked up. Um, <laughs> like I'm worried about you. That's fucked up. Um, and he's fucking hilarious, and uh, and he he's constantly making things. He is a little bit of you and Hilden. He's got a lot of Hilden, like he's constantly creating things and drawing things and um, 
filming things and writing things and and doing clay like he's he's all over with that shit and it's mind-boggling to me because like he can come he can have two lego pieces in front of him and he will come up with a whole story of what they're gonna do when they're doing it like i mean it's just amazing how he can just come up with a a story in minutes where yeah off the top of his head yeah like he's very good at spontaneity and, and like his, you give him an idea and he just flies with it. So from day to day, like I don't, I don't have a favorite kid. I'm, I'm just like this one. Uh, one moment I'm like, holy shit, you're amazing. And then the other kid, I'm like, God damn, you're amazing too. And then the other kid, I'm like, stop being an asshole. <laughs> and then the other kid, I'm like, God damn, you're an asshole sometimes too. Well, I you think know? that is just the that is the john gene it has been brought passed down from papa to john now to our kids yeah um the thing is is that i never thought i would enjoy being a dad as much as i do and when people ask me ask me what my favorite thing is or like what i enjoy the most or what i like for fun it's truly being with my kids being with my family because they're so much fun and they're so funny and they're so smart and interesting to me. Um, and, and I, and the thing is, is that I, I don't take credit for it either. Like it's not, I mean, I guess it's a source of pride for me, but at the same time, it's not something that I take credit for. I, I look at them more, I look at them less with, um, pride and more with like um like i don't not respect but like just um holy shit i yeah, made like, that well not even that i made that <laughs> like holy shit that exists like i didn't have anything to do with that like how did that happen well, i don't know, you know if we if you can say you didn't have anything i know to do but with I, I i i don't take credit for it really like i guess i can and i i, I maybe, don't Certain so, aspects of it I should. Like, I so feel like I can say you. we can't take full credit for them, but we can take credit for steering them in the path that we are showing them the things that make them good. Yeah. Like we're leading them in the right way. Like we're telling them that Trump's an asshole, for Amen. example. <laughs> you know, no, but, but for, for real though. And will repeat that from Like there's shit, that, there's shit that Ethan does and says like Ethan specifically I look at him at 11 years old and I'm like you're smarter than I was at 20 you know like you're you have more common sense and you're more logical than I was at double your age you know and then then, what isn't that though that we we learn and then well, we brought that so. to him. I hope so. But and, and then, and then uh, also that he's just growing up in an era that has Yeah, more well totally. And he's not growing up in fucking Merrill, Wisconsin, so that also helps. Well, yeah, but with Zach we're pushing with him. Zach, I'm like he comes up with shit where I'm like that is so fucking clever and so funny. Like I never ever would have thought of that even at forty two. Like, holy shit. That's hilarious. So there's and stuff that, that they come again, up with. Though, that we're 
again, we're giving him the opportunity. We're sending him out. We're, I mean, we're taking him to museums. We're taking him to things here. Well, we're trying to expose him to things that, yes, that we've never, we weren't exposed to until we were 20. Yeah, that's definitely true. But a lot of it is them discovering it on their own. Like we push them in a certain direction and then like they just, especially Zach, like he discovers shit where I'm like, where the fuck did you learn that? Might be from Mo. (laughs) Right. Um, And we shouldn't discount that Mo is an incredibly positive influence on those guys. Like they love the shit out of Mo. So, so we talked a lot about Hilden and how much he was part of our life. Mm -hmm. Um, Kind of in the beginning of yeah, very us. early kids. Yeah, pre pre kids and very early kids. Right, but Mo has been a huge part of our life since kids. Yeah, and to this day, our kids love Mo more than they love us. <laughs> it, it it is true. They it's kind of fucked up. They they do say that they would live with Mo and. Um, Unfortunately, um, if anything does happen to us, Mo will get full custody of both <laughs> of our kids, um, and they would be. Ex- but for good reason, because static. Mo Mo does a fucking good job. Like Mo, Mo, uh, Mo he's, Mo's a, not gonna have kids. He's never gonna have kids. He doesn't want to have kids. But Ethan and that's Zach, because he has two kids, and Ethan and Zach are his kids practically. Yes. And and uh, and he does a tremendous job with them. He does a great job raising and them. They love the <laughs> fuck out of that guy, like they worship him. And uh, well, they got star tickets. <laughs> they did. But uh, anyway, so having kids, people—it's cliche. Like it's cliche to say that it changes you and that it makes you a different person. But it's the truth. It, it made me a different person. It made me grow up a lot. Well, it makes you think not only of yourself or m- the person that you married. You have responsibility for now two human beings that you want to raise to be the best that they can be. Um, Before the kids, it was just me drinking, hanging out with Hilden in the basement writing poop jokes on the website, making fart jokes on the podcast, trying to figure so, out ways to sucker Christine into having sex wait, with me. What what ha- what has really changed besides now Mo is writing poop jokes with the kids? I would say that for me personally, the focus on my life Seriously. <laughs> I, I hope it was like dead air that you didn't hear that part. No, this Seriously. mic picks up everything. Uh, no. God um, damn. No. That's romantic, isn't it? Does it need to be? <laughs> no. The, 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 I mean, the effect on me personally He's has been... He's stuttering because he smells his own fart fumes. I love... <laughs> yeah, smell it. No, uh, the the effect on me personally has been immeasurable. Like, like having two kids has changed me beyond words. Like, 
I'm, I'm not just thinking about playing fucking mecha salt and getting drunk and smoking cigars in the basement with Hilden. Yeah. Like, right? Like, I have to... I have to think more about it, you know, and I have to think more seriously about my job. I have to think more seriously about my thing, about my... Well, we can't just stop working because... Well, I'm just saying about my... Hell would we feed our kids? Right, but... And I also have to think about the example I'm I'm leading, right? Like, there are... I catch myself a lot with the kids around. I catch myself where I'm like, don't say that, okay? Say this. Because if I say that, it might lead them in a wrong way. Even though that's the way I feel, I need to say this because that's the way I should direct them. Even though I, I'm, I'm an hmm. asshole and I feel this way, I should I direct them I don't know if I way. have a filter on me. I, I, I've, I've been developing more of a filter over the years. I don't think I have a filter on me. I, I've, I've been trying to be more reasonable and less emotional. Emotional, emotionable, emotional. Emotional. Um, Have another set. Right. Um, I'm trying to teach the kids to be less emotional and more reasonable, to think things through, to stop, to relax. So I had a conversation with Ethan on the phone yesterday. He had gotten in trouble at school, and he was, and, and I was talking on the phone to him about what had happened and how he interacted with the teacher and how he was feeling about the teacher. And I had to stop him a number of times to, to just be like, Ethan, calm down, relax. I want you to think this through. I want you to not, you know, don't, don't get angry, don't get frustrated. I just want the facts. You know, I just want you to think this through and tell me what happened, tell me how you reacted you know, and, and I do, I had to like ensure him that I'm not mad at you. You got in trouble in class. It's fine. That might be my fault. He, I'm he like, well, goes down the negative path because I'm, you're a battle axe. I, I'm, I am <laughs> but I'm pretty like, strict when it comes to school. But I'm like, you're 11. You're going to talk in class. You're, you're going to get in trouble. It's going to happen. It's fine. I just want to know what happened. So just relax. And tell me what happened. So, I don't know what's going on with the, why is this fucking beeping. But um, so that's that's at this point in our life, that's what I'm trying to convey to our kids is like to be less like emotional and more reasonable. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Reasonable, reasonable, Re- reasonable. Reason. We should stop. We forgot. We have kids. Sense. Having kids. That's this episode. Changed our life, but it's done? good. Right? It, it's fantastic. Good, like right? I, I love our kids more than I love anything in the world. So it's been a. I was incredibly uh, uh, reticent. Holy I'm God! Drunk. I think we need to end. I was reluctant to have the kids. I'm glad we had the kids. Let's go have the butt sex. I love you. Holy Christ! That was. A difficult last I love you. few minutes. I love you. All right. You get yours and then get mine.